fools using social media to boost enrollment. Does it really work? My name's Sean from Edleo, and if you're just now tuning into one of our casts, Edleo is a team of engineers, designers, project managers, and support staff who work together to create the best school-to-home-based tools for schools and district in the U.S., Latin America, and Canada. In fact, we've now been partnering with over 10,000 schools. As a K-12 company, one of the reasons we do this cast is to add as much value as we possibly can to schools. Even if you're a school that's not with Edleo, we really want to let you know the best practices for your online digital life. So today, as we unpack this idea of using social media to boost enrollment, we focus on a few different areas of social. We're going to look at content, cost, a few social channels, and lead generation. For lead gen, we're super excited. Today, we're going to phone a friend, Aaron, from K-12 Media, and he's going to let us know a few tips and tricks to really boost up enrollment. So let's first talk about content you're actually posting. Please, folks, we need you to remember one thing. Community members do not want to watch or read boring content especially with the amount of quality content that they're seeing nowadays. So if you're going to post a video, do your school a favor and check out some popular videos on YouTube. This could literally take you 10 minutes. This is going to help you figure out content style specific to your schools. This is also very helpful for photos and text. And if you're an administrator and you're not good with this type of creative, please find someone in your schools that does this very well or hire it out. It's imperative. If your schools are running video, there should be pre and post content going out before and after a promo. For instance, you want to add photos and texts regarding enrollment and how it's coming soon. After you roll your enrollment promo, you could actually take that same video and repurpose it by breaking it up to 10 to 30 second spots to continue serving ads for enrollment. Remember, if you're going to want families coming to your schools, attention to detail must be given to content, and you might spend a little money. Which brings me to my next point, content and ad spend. We know no one likes to look at a school as a business, but the facts are, whether you're traditional, charter, or private school, enrollment has now become so important. With traditional and charter schools, Open enrollment or school of choice has become an option all across the United States. So let's break this down. If just one new student comes to your school and in your area, the state compensates between $7,500 and $1,200. And that, you've got to remember this, is just for one year. So one year, one student. Think about this. So if your school creates a social media campaign and the campaign brings in 100 new students, My goodness, you win. That's a lot of revenue for schools. Let's say a great promo video costs $3,000 and about a three-month enrollment campaign that costs you $1,200. Your school's spend is $6,600. That is less than the cost of one student. If you attract two, 10, 100, or 200 families, you win. Folks, Any business would love to have these numbers. 
Now we all know that school leaders actually have to use the revenue to teach those young people, so it's not a profit, but the extra revenue sure is a big help. Let's do some math once again. School spends $6,600 on a campaign, brings in 100 students. That could be a million dollars for your district that year. I have personally worked as a school leader, and back in the day, I was never taught to think in terms of bringing in revenue and how that works. So if someone came to me and asked me to spend $6,600 of my lean budget, I would absolutely shut down, never thinking of the revenue our schools could gain from just spending a little bit out of my budget. Now that we've got costs out of the way, let's talk about which channels seem to work well with schools. Facebook still seems to add the best value to schools regarding enrollment. And the great thing is that the runner-up Instagram partners very well with Facebook. Regardless of your region, a lot of educators are going to argue and ask, what about Twitter? We need to remember this. Twitter seems to be an informational place for educators. For instance, the PLC guy, Mike Matos, he's all over Twitter. Literally, if you search him up, you can find tons of information. But again, he's putting out information regarding curriculum, regarding books. We want to place ads where our community are looking at things that are kind of personal and friendly. So if moms and dads are looking through Facebook at family photos, what a great place for them to see what's going on in their schools. And the same thing goes with Instagram. However, this just doesn't seem to work well with Twitter. The next thing we want to talk about is lead generation and how well that partners with Facebook along with Instagram. It's so great that Instagram and Facebook partner together. So again, Facebook seems to be the number one in this area. Lead gen is great because when you create an ad on social media, you can actually generate a sign-up button. This sign-up button communities can click on and it will auto-generate their name and email address so that moms and dads aren't doing lots of typing or, you know, families aren't typing like crazy. So the way that works is video is played. Mom, dad, family member, someone looks at that promo, likes what they see. They notice a button on the bottom of the ad and it says sign up. They click the button, a box pops up and it says, hey, can we contact you? Box pops up again once they say yes and it says, are you sure that we don't want to bother you? It's so great the way that Facebook works that out. Then if they say yes a second time, then another box pops up with their name, address, and phone number already generated. It asks them quickly if this is the correct information. They click submit. The school now ends up with a list of phone numbers and emails. So the difference between sending out a postcard and using digital ad spend is this. You send a postcard out to a neighborhood and you never know who's getting it. We know who's getting the ad and you get specific contact information so that school leaders can circle back, introduce themselves to families and welcome them to their schools. 
Quick tip here is if you're a school leader, if you're a superintendent and you actually have time to make those calls, those families are guaranteed to come to your schools. The other point we have to mention is geotargeting with zip codes and personality types. Facebook is amazing at honing down their ad spend to very specific people. So you're not just posting something when you post lead gen, you're putting something up for a mom or a dad or a family member with specific age children in a specific area. So that ad only gets served to them. Another great thing is this. You could even refine your geotargeting to moms who take their children to Montessori preschools. That ad will connect to their server, to their phone, and when they leave there, Facebook will serve them an ad. Folks, you can't get any cheaper attention than this. It's amazing how specific it is. And you're handed, again, a list of numbers. Now, a lot of schools don't have PR departments, so they really can't afford the research or the manpower. You can always find companies such as K-12 Media, the folks who generate our content. They have a department that actually deals with ad spend. So if you have any questions, you can search for them on the Internet. Instagram also offers a pretty similar platform. But when we study click-throughs, it seems that folks and families really trust Facebook for lead generation. But folks, the great thing is this. When you generate a lead on Facebook for your ad spend, it partners with Instagram and automatically generates a post on that platform as well even if you don't have an Instagram channel. So sometimes we find that we're getting lead gen from Facebook and Instagram on our email servers. That again is amazing. Some folks will create ads in Facebook and in Instagram for more reliability, but you are kind of getting a double dip when you use Facebook ad spend with lead generation. Totally amazing for enrollment. So to dive in deeper, we've decided to phone a friend, Aaron from K-12 Media. K-12 Media focuses on building content for schools, but like we said before, they have this ad spend department. They've actually generated millions of dollars for school enrollment using these processes. Schools will just hire them out to create the content and build the ad spend. So we're calling in right now to Mr. Aaron, Aaron from K-12 Media, we're so grateful that you joined our cast. We were wondering if you could tell us a little about Facebook ads. Thank you for checking me in, and I have loved working with K-12 schools. Uh, we like making a difference in the communities, and one of the ways we do this is through Facebook ads. Um, so right now I'm going to talk a little bit on how Facebook advertising can actually boost enrollment for your schools. And I'm not talking about just boosting a post on Facebook. That's really easy for pretty much anyone to do, as you see Facebook wants you to boost a post. Uh, but what, we doing, what we're doing is a little bit more detailed. Uh, it's more focused, and we actually focus in on conversions, not just getting in front of people. Um, so our Facebook ads, what we do is we have really high-quality content. Uh, that's attractive for people. We have catching headlines, um, and we really have a great selling point for the schools on why parents would want to enroll their children there. And from there, they go down, they click on form fill, and it automatically populates the email and phone number. So we can capture that information for the school. So then the superintendent can follow up with them. 
um, and hopefully get their child enrolled at the school. So just to dive a little bit in deeper on the lead generation, I know I've already kind of hit it, but um, just going a little bit further now is uh, why would a school want to spend money for advertising on Facebook and what kind of results does it get? Um, so I talked about how boosting doesn't really have a focus on getting lead generation. Uh, boosting a post is just getting in front of people, as I had mentioned. Uh, but with lead generation, what we are doing is we are directing prospective families uh, to put the put in their email and phone numbers um, that we can automatically send over to the schools. Uh, so we have a great program that as soon as the forms filled out, it automatically gets sent to the point of contact person, whoever may be set up for the school, uh, where they'll get the email and phone number for this prospective family. And that's important because the, whoever's following up with them can reach out, connect with them, um, maybe have them come on a school tour. And what this does is it adds revenue to the school by families uh, enrolling their children. So we've seen some really great success with the schools that we have worked with, um, seeing multiple, um, you know, 20, 30% increase in enrollment year over year just from doing the Facebook ads. Um, and so the money that they put into it is creating more revenue uh, for their school uh, is bringing more children in through their doors. So it's really highly important for schools to be advertising on Facebook if they want to keep growing their school uh, and bringing more families into their community. Another thing that we really wanted to hear about was how Facebook and Instagram partner together to serve communities through ad spend. So Instagram ties really well into our Facebook marketing program. Uh, the two actually go through the same ads manager. So we can run ads on Facebook and connect it directly to Instagram. Um, and right now we're seeing a bigger shift of people inputting their information on Instagram versus Facebook. Um, and I think that just coming with society, people like seeing pictures. Instagram's a little bit more new and trendy. So some of these younger parents have grown up with it and are more likely to interact with the ad on Instagram versus Facebook. Um, so where we had seen larger percentages of Facebook in the past, uh, now we're seeing more and more about the leads come in through Instagram, uh, which is great because it just helps us get to another demographic. Uh, if someone's only on Instagram and not Facebook, because maybe they see Facebook as for old people now, uh, putting quotations around that, but uh, we can hit that demographic. And if someone is maybe a little bit more traditional um, or is just on Facebook, we can hit them as well. And if they're on both platforms, even better, because they can see the ad on multiple different sites. And then they're more likely to put in their information to get in connection with the school. Um, so along with the paid advertising that we're doing, it's important to make sure that we have our organic posts as well. And the organic posts, while it gets in front of the people who follow your page or like your page, uh, doesn't get in front of anyone who doesn't currently follow or like. Uh, that's where the ads get in to get in front of new faces. But what the organic posts do is provide social proof for your school. So if someone sees the ad, they're like, wow, this is interesting. This may look like a place I want to send my son or daughter. They then will go to your Instagram page or your Facebook page and then look at what you've been posting, um, the description on the page, trying to find more details. So having those organic posts, so they're like, oh, they're posting regularly. Oh, this looks like a cool event that they have going on. Looks like they have a good community feel. Uh, like, again, the organic posts provide the social proof 
for when someone sees the ad and is doing their research on whether or not they want to send um, their child there. And Facebook and Instagram play really well together. Instagram's going to be more focused on pictures, um, so capturing moments at different schools. Um, so examples, one of our schools just did a color run, so we got some really awesome photos from there that we are posting to their Instagram page. And Facebook's really great for not only the pictures as well, but for getting information out there. So uh, let's say if there's a Halloween uh, activity coming up, we can make posts around that. We can highlight the sports teams for the schools, homecoming. Uh, it's time that, that time of year right now when we're recording this. Um, but that's great to get the information out in front of people as well. So the two work really well together. And then having the paid advertisement gets in front of new faces while having the posts interacts with your current community and then gives you that social proof. And lastly, Aaron, can you tell us how important it is to be regularly trending on social media with organic posts to continue boosting enrollment throughout the school year? So we see a lot of younger, maybe parents or just younger adults starting to actually follow the schools ahead of time. Um, and maybe they're following a couple different school districts or different schools where they may be considering sending their kid. Um, so it's very important for these schools to be trending on social media and to do that by posting relevant content that's going to engage with their current community and it's going to draw them into the community as well. So if you're posting different content on what's going on in your school, different events that you're having, maybe a speaker comes to your school, um, maybe different philosophies. Like if you're doing a kindness week, you definitely want to be highlighting that on your social media because then down the road when their kids are at that K-12 age, um, they're going to already know your school. They're going to know what you're about. They're going to like the feel of you and they're going to be more likely to send their child to your school. Um, so our strategy around that is really just trying to follow the school calendar. What's currently going on in the school? What makes your school district different from the school district right next to you? And why would the family want to choose your school over someone else? Um, so making posts that people want to comment on, making posts that highlight different community members um, so they can feel really good of like, wow, the school cares for me. They want to highlight my success. Um, and they're just making that connection point even stronger. So prospective families can see that they want to join that community and then they're going to send their child to your school. So um, it really just ties all together with someone seeing the ad for the first time, um, just seeing that high quality content, going to your page, liking it, and then getting a sea of organic content five to seven times a week um, on Facebook and Instagram of just really warm fuzzies that someone can connect with and then make them more likely to send a child to your school. Um, so that's really where we focus in on and want our schools to be trending because social media is that front door for the school. Um, they're not going to know about your school unless they see you uh, online first and specifically with Facebook and Instagram. That's where you can really make that first impression and then just keep making follow-up impressions after that as well. Aaron, we're super grateful that you took our call today. We're just about out of time for this cast, but we want to thank you and your team members at K-12 Media Group for just hanging out with us and giving us some suggestions. Hey, no problem. You know, at K-12, we're building educational communities. Uh, we're supporting the families and the communities that they serve, and we absolutely love it. So if anyone has any more questions, feel free to hit us up on social, and we would love to help you out.
Well, folks, thanks so much again for hanging out with us, but that's it for today. If you've got any questions about school-to-home-based communication, please don't hesitate to give us a call at EdLeo. Our number is 877-235-2761. That's 877-235-2761. You can also check us out online at www.edleo.com. We also always want to thank the folks at K-12 media for helping us out paul and our studios paul long we're so grateful so we'll see you next time where ed leo is always connecting k-12 educators with their communities